If you're affected by anything discussed on this podcast or you just want to talk, please reach out to someone for help and support. You can also reach out to ManBlues via email at manblues at gmx.com, at manbluesuk on Twitter, or find us on Mastodon by searching for at manblues. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs, and I have Man Blues. This episode is all about being naked. Hi, and welcome to Man Blues. This episode is not about body shaming. It's not about body image, because those things happen when you are wearing clothes as well. No, this is about how it feels to be naked. And I don't mean emotionally, I mean actually. It's more the thought about being naked around others, especially for the first time. It's also about getting changed in gym class at school and being seen by others. In fact, gyms in general I find to be quite a struggle. But it's not also just about being naked around other men. It's about being naked in general. I've got the same problem of being naked around men as I have being naked around women. But what does that being naked dream mean? I'm sure we've all had that at some point. Well, being naked, metaphorically, the clothes represent concealment or protection. So dreaming that you are naked could indicate a vulnerability, or that you feel some aspect of you is being exposed to ridicule or disgrace. Well, that's not quite this. That is some underlying deep-seated anxiety that you have. So if you are suffering from having these naked dreams, that's not quite what this episode's about. This is about physical nakedness. Things like when you need to get changed into your swimming gear before you can go into the sea, or if you're getting changed on a riverbank, or even simply getting undressed in the bedroom in the evening with the light on and the curtains open so all your neighbours can look in. So what am I saying, really? Well, I mentioned the gym earlier. Have you ever heard of gymnophobia? No, me neither. Gymnophobia is the fear of nudity and is often connected with childhood experiences, which happen perhaps around bath time or other such events, such as getting changed in the school changing rooms. Yep. It is frequently a component of social anxiety disorders. So does that mean if I'm afraid to get changed and get naked in the changing rooms, that I've got some deep-seated social anxiety disorder? Very possibly. But what's my actual problem with it? Why have I decided that this is a subject for a podcast episode? Well, it doesn't bother my wife. My wife comes from Germany, actually East Germany, and she's grown up with free body culture which made me wonder, is this cultural? Does she not have an issue with it because she's been brought up around it? She's more or less been surrounded by nudity growing up. To the point where in our house in private, we are not prudes. We're not ashamed of our bodies in our house, but we don't flaunt them for everybody to see. To the point where when my mother-in-law visits, I will get up in the morning and put a t-shirt on before leaving the room. Whereas when there is nobody else in the house, it's just my three-headed family, I'm quite happy to walk to the bathroom with no t-shirt on. And sometimes I've walked out of the bathroom with nothing on because I'm getting changed and getting ready and getting dressed or post-shower. That's not a problem for me. 
But if I was to think about walking out of the bathroom with no clothes on when the mother-in-law is there, it fills me with dread. Not because it's my mother-in-law, but it's that fear of, oh, someone's seen me naked. Which is strange, because how am I supposed to ever have become intimate with my wife without her seeing me naked? So this is where it becomes a bit of a dilemma, and this is where it can really affect my man blues. And yours as well, I would imagine. A cursory Google reveals that nudism grew in East Germany around the 1950s. And my wife's attitude to the whole thing is, well, no one's looking at me, so why should I worry? But this is the problem. I'm convinced that people are looking. And is that more because I think I'm the sort of person that would look? Or do I look? So, the story I'm now about to tell is not my story. This is my son's story. This is something that happened to him and I've heard it secondhand through both my wife and my son. They both told me this story separately. So one time my wife and my son were out on holiday in Germany and they'd gone without me because I was at home still working. My wife went to a spa and part of the spa was there was a, a sauna and a steam room. And my wife and my son went into the sauna and because it was Germany, the rule is that you go into the sauna naked. You can take your towel with you so that you're not walking around the arena naked, but you will take your towel off when you get in the sauna because first of all, towels will make you hotter in the sauna, so you kind of don't want that. Also, you put the towel down on the seat to stop it burning your bottom. So mother goes in, towel off on the bench. Son goes in, towel off on the bench. But there was another lady already in there and she was relatively young. She was between the ages of my son and my wife. So the woman just started a conversation, started chatting to my son. And my son was, he said he didn't find it difficult to maintain eye contact because he was talking to her. So he wasn't one of these where he had wandering eyes, but he did notice a certain particular detail about her body that wove itself into the story. And that was that the woman was completely shaved. And this is what he was telling me from the story. It wasn't that it was offensive that she was shaved. It wasn't that he could see everything. There was nothing along those lines. It was just the fact that he glanced down and went, oh, because this happened at a time when my son was already a blossoming young man. So he was aware of the fact that he had hair on his body and she hadn't. The upshot of it all was that they had a wonderful chat with this woman in the sauna whilst enjoying themselves at the spa. But both of them, my wife and my son, relayed to me the detail of the woman's intimate area being shaved. Now I thought, if I'd have walked in and I'd have sat there, I would have been covering my own shame because I think that's what it is. I think I'm ashamed, but I would have been covering my shame whilst at the same time noticing, oh my goodness, she's not covering her shame. Who knows? Over time, I may relax because sometimes things just kind of, when everyone else is comfortable with it, you tend to go along with it. Maybe. If that's not you, it sounds like you're in for a tough ride. And sometimes I do have that. But I just thought it was an interesting story that that was a kind of a, a revelation for my son. It wasn't a shock, it was a revelation. First of all, you go into the sauna and it's like the mother saying to the son, sorry, take your towel off. We don't wear towels in saunas in Germany. Okay. So he then, first of all, has to immediately come to terms with that. that he's sitting in a sauna with his mother. She's equally naked, so it makes it okay because we do that at home. But it's then when they went in and they sat down and they turned around and they realised there was a woman already in there. And it's kind of like, ah, too late to be ashamed. We're already naked now, we're already sat down. And of course, whatever body shaming issues you've got and whatever body images you've got, you know, those rolls of fat or those droopy boobs or whatever it is you've got, they're not being hidden, are they? You can fold your arms all you like, but they've been seen. So, my problem... 
<laughs> well, my problem, yeah, I think I've kind of covered that a little bit by explaining the word shame a few times. But my problem is, again, when I was Googling this stuff, trying to get some help, as you can imagine, most of the help was for women, again. But you know what? The same tactics apply. I've got this great quote that I found on a page. Again, as per, the URLs are going to be in the blurb. So if you want to click on any of them and have a read of the sites that I found, please knock yourself out. So here's the quote that I read. Let's face it, there are some people who are completely comfortable when they're naked, and I'm not one of them. Most people would say I'm not a shy person, but in regards to taking it all off, I feel like I need a serious attitude adjustment. That's a quote from the website written by this lady. And I thought, do you know what? She's nailed it on the head exactly what my problems are. I need an attitude adjustment. That's my problem. There's nothing wrong with my body. Well, I mean, there's lots wrong with it, but there's nothing wrong with it, if you see what I mean. Those are just my spins and those are just my perceptions. Yes, of course, somebody who's not as polite as I am, someone who's an awful oik, will point out how overweight I am, how small the penis is, how horrible the feet are, whatever it is you want it to be. Because for somebody else, there's always something negative to point out about somebody else to make you feel better. That's how bullying works. So in terms of positivity, again, from these various websites, I found I don't think I've found more URLs to help with this problem than I have for this particular issue. So please click on the, uh, on the blurb for the episode and have a read through some of those because they are interesting, especially the coping with gymnophobia one, which it, it was a phrase I've said before. When I started doing this podcast, I thought it was just going to be a journey into knowing myself a little better. I had no idea what I was going to learn on this route. And yet here we are. So number one is to be realistic. The media has done a brilliant job of airbrushing models and celebrities to the point of it getting ridiculous. Even though you know the image you see isn't real, you will still stop and say, wow, they look good. And if you're comparing yourself to your friends or others at the gym, then you have to stop. Stop comparing your body to anybody else's because it's only yours and all of yours. And it's time to start loving it. That, I feel, is going to be the trickiest first step that any of us ever try to take. Number two is to practice. Yep, you need to practice being naked. It's not about going to a nude beach or an adult resort. Just practice being naked in your house. Simply delay getting dressed by five minutes or sorting out your hair in the morning or whatever. Brushing your teeth, you know, that sort of thing. The options are endless on how you choose to be naked, but you do have to practice. And I have to admit, that resonates with me as well. I come out of the bathroom and, you know, hang up my shower towel and I immediately go in the bedroom and I'm looking to put on some underwear. But my wife has seen me naked countless times. We've been together 24 years. She knows what I look like. So I'm just trying to get, for me, more comfortable quickly. Feels strange, so I need to practice. Number three is to meditate. Yeah, yeah, meditation is hard. That's accepted. But meditation can also bring on feelings of intense peace, love and self-acceptance. Plus, there are a lot of free guided meditations online that focus on these topics as well. Perhaps your uncomfortableness is a result of something that's happened to you a long time ago. Meditation can help you to learn to let go of these old feelings so you can move forward with your life. Now that's twice that some of this research has brought up the fact that this might be deep-seated in some old anxiety that I've long, long burned and buried and forgotten. I really hope not because that could be something quite sinister. And I've often wondered whether I need to undergo hypnosis to find out why it is, for example, off topic, I get really, really excitable heart rate when I have to have my blood pressure taken. 
it's a weird kind of reflex thing, but maybe that's what this being naked is. It's a weird reflex to whatever it was that happened all those years ago. But then I tell myself, the other side of that same argument is, what happens if I undergo hypnosis and find out something terrible happened? How on earth would I cope with that? Well, what I would do is, I would go back through the entire list of all the Man Blues episodes and see if I've discussed this already and then help myself with my own positivity. That's what I would do. Number four, because it's from a website that's largely helping women, is use essential oils. Um, I'll be honest, I don't have much experience with those. Uh, I can read the blurb that's on the website by all means. It says, you know that feeling you get when you walk into a spa? Not really. It smells so good that it starts to transform your stress levels almost immediately. In my case, it pushes them the other way, but fine. Experiment with lavender? No, don't like that. Frankincense? No idea how that smells. Grapefruit, basil, sandalwood, and other oils. Okay, the more relaxed and content you are, the easier it will be to be naked. That I get. That's true. The more relaxed you are, the more comfortable you are. That makes sense. And number five is to do something every day that makes you feel good about yourself. When you're feeling good about you, things seem to fall into place. Take the time to stop and visit a friend. Allow yourself downtime to reflect on your day, week and month. Give yourself a facial. Again, mostly for the women. I don't know many men that do facials. Does there need to be a separate episode here on Man Blues about male grooming? I don't know. But do anything that makes you feel good. And most importantly, always be kind to yourself. I'm Leon Deggs, and while I don't have an issue getting naked at home, I suspect I fear I don't measure up very well to others. Thank you for listening. <laughs>